or you have nosy roommates or maybe yeah. you have kids that will tell all your business. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kind of reasons to have to to be to be secretive. And I just, you know, I just want to say there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so you don't have to come out. No. There's no rule that says you have to come out of the, of the broom closet. And if you want to, I think we mentioned this before, if you, you don't have to have an altar. You don't have to have that. Exactly, exactly. It's it's lovely to have, of mm-hmm. course. Um, I have one, I take it up and I put it down all the time and I live alone. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like sometimes I want it, sometimes I don't. But as I believe... Aunt Carly said you were the tool. Yes, yes. You are the spell. You are the tool. You are the biggest ingredient in any spell that you make. I'm Witchy. And I'm Woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. Hello. Shoshana. Hey there, Aunt Carlos. Going on? Well, you know, a lot of things have been going on in the world. And I think it's good to circle back on, well, I want to talk about those witches who were in the broom closet. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about today. Okay. In yeah. the broom closet. Yeah. And um, you know, it's interesting because if you are on Instagram, you see a lot of people who are loud and proud and they're showing all of their witchiness and their their altars and their spells and they're showing you all kinds of stuff. But I know just as many witches who are not public about what they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a reason for that. And I guess I, I want to talk a little today about why I understand. So if that's you, dear listener, uh, or even if even if you are loud and proud, I, I, I think it's important to understand why some people feel like that, why they feel that they would not be comfortable um, sharing their their spiritual practice, you know, in front of people. Yeah, you know, and I can say that I am I am half out the closet. <laughs> 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 half in, half, like double dutch or maybe like half in, half out, put your right foot in, put your right foot out. Um, because I, I don't walk around saying that I'm a witch. Sure. Um, I'll get I'll get close to it, I'll get right to the line, but I won't come out and say it. I mean, and if I mean dear listener, if you listen to this, now you know. But other than that, <laughs> I think I announced in the first episode we ever did, but I don't say it out loud because I do there is like a, a feeling to say, like, ooh, I I'm a witch. And I know people are like, well, I don't want to label myself. And you know, that's fine. But um for me, I, I yeah, I'm honestly half in, half out. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? It's when I'm around other witches. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a witch when I'm not, and I feel like I might be the odd odd one out, maybe. Uh, feeling back to uh, feeling persecuted. I just like keep that down. Like, oh yeah, crystals and everything, but I won't, I'll say it's my, it's part of my practice, but I won't say, you know, part of my craft. Oh, I totally get that. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Aunt Carla and I have, you know, a nice size following, but I don't, you know, I don't go around my family saying, hey, I'm a witch or blah, blah, blah. It's just <laughs> not necessary. Yeah, It's not necessary. And I remember, um, uh, I was on vacation. I was visiting. Uh, I was staying with with 
Jim and I were visiting his mother, and I we in, due to a uh, like a snowstorm, we I ended up being in her home or like like a little a day longer than I expected, and I needed to do a class. So I ended up teaching a class like from one of the back rooms of her office, mm-hmm. and like we were like hoping <laughs> she wasn't gonna like because we didn't want to have to explain. Well, this is what we're doing, and. Um, but it, it, it was, you know, it, it was fine. But I, you know, I don't, really don't want to have any kind of conversation with her. Okay. But like this other time now that I'm thinking about it, she came to visit us in, in New York. And um, I was doing a reading and I was, you know, I was shuffling the cards. And at some point um, I was upstairs shuffling and, and giving a reading. And uh, Jim's mom finally turned to him and said, like, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot how he explained it, but, you know, he was like, oh, you know, it's just like, he, I don't know if he said tarot, but I guess he said it's some kind of tarot or some kind of spiritual thing. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he explained it, but her, her response was, oh, okay. So, you know, <laughs> I, I know that she's a devout Catholic, so I wasn't, uh, so again, I'm in no rush to be like, oh, you know what I do? Guess right. what? You know, this is my full-time thing. Like, oh, no, I'm not really prepared to have that conversation um but it's not necessary to you know so um i used to have well i used to say before social media i used to say in magic silence is rule number one Uh and then after i joined you know instagram and the whole online world you know you see you're, you're doing all kinds of stuff online and you're showing pictures and doing um, having pictures of altars and right. and doing community rituals and all of this stuff and you know so sometimes I'm asking myself well where does this secrecy thing come where does that <laughs> silence come again Carla and mm-hmm. you know I still I still maintain silence because a I, I mean people who know who I am and what I do of course yes they know but right. if it's someone who I know uh, isn't into it or wouldn't get it I definitely am not gonna I, I don't go out of my way to explain anything to anybody put it that way and i and sometimes like if um i remember instagram used to do this thing and maybe it still does like if it if it knows that you have a particular friend they're like oh they'll suggest you you know to that right. friend so i'm like no i block them now i'm just like no i'm just gonna block you because you don't i have a regular email for, I, mean, I have a regular instagram account for 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 friends you know who who aren't you know where i I have like my music and my writing and all the other performances stuff that i do but um i let people they can they can become friends with that me you know that carla (laughs) they don't need to know like the witchy carla because it's just for it's not for public consumption i have a public account but i not everyone gets it so i think we need to go back a bit so Witchcraft in general. And the thing is, I think when people are doing, especially a lot of the younger generation who are doing things on Instagram, they kind of take for granted how that, that witches used to be burned at the stake. Do you, do you understand what I mean? They were, even when you think about the Salem witch trials, the, the, and these were women who weren't even witches. They right. weren't even the real ones. They were just suspected of, mm-hmm. or people were pointing fingers at mm-hmm. them. And due to people's beliefs in what witchcraft was, they, they thought it like, oh, you're, you're communing with the devil or all this other stuff, they would burn you 
to the stake, you know? And this wasn't only in, people think about the Salem witch trial, but this was happening all over Europe. If you do your research, there were witch trials all over the place. So the idea of having women who were powerful, and, and actually it was like women who were powerful, powerful is, is, well, it's it's all it's all relative now, but like maybe a woman who might have had her own land, a woman who refused to submit to a man, a woman who was not married, either single, you know, either single or widowed, who was not under uh, the protection of a man. That was very threatening to men. <laughs> so it became this thing, and. You know, we just had Roe versus Wade overturned yeah. and and there are like a lot of things I see bubbling up and it, it just feels like more of the same. So, for example, like I think in states like Texas, if people think that you've, you're going to go and have an abortion, they can tell on you. <laughs> they can tell on you and and have you punished. So, again, mm hmm. Before you go on, yeah. for those who are not in the United States and don't know Roe oh, Wade. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So that was, see, it used to be Roe versus Wade was uh, the Supreme Court uh, judgment, like, was it 50 years ago, um, that allowed women to terminate a pregnancy. And just last week, that was reversed. And a lot of people are very upset. A lot of women, especially, are very upset. Yeah. But all, a lot of this comes down to, and this isn't to get political at all, except to say that women often find themselves in these positions where they cannot do what they want with their own body. Mm-hmm. And this is very, this is like in alignment with being a witch and why people persecuted witches back in the day. This is like 1600s and even earlier. Mm-hmm. So. I want to be very clear that silence can be very important because you can't always be telling your business. You don't always know who is really on your side. So, you know, so the idea that let's say a woman is using a a tracker, an app on her phone. This is the kind of stuff that this is where we are in the world. And it's kind of crazy, but I promise you it is all related. A woman (laughs) might be tracking her period on her phone and she's thinking that that information is private, but now they're like hinting that that information might not actually be private. So you're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm tracking my period. So I know when it's going to come and, oh, it didn't come. I might have to do something. Mm -hmm. So so like the hint is that someone could actually take this information because you stopped using your your period tracker assume Mm -hmm. that you were pregnant and come after you this is the world that we're living in it is 2022 Mm -hmm. so i just want you all to understand that silence being a number one rule is very important you cannot tell everyone that everything that you do, we cannot take for granted that like, we know that we love magic. We know that we are powerful and we can do all these things, but you also have to remember that there is a large, a a large 
population of people who do not feel this way, who are afraid of what of what they think we are doing, mm -hmm. afraid enough to persecute. So my thought is, if they're doing this for people who are trying to get abortions, if they finally get back in their mind that, hey, 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 these witches, they have too much power on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. Who's to say? Who yeah. is to say? I'm not trying to give anyone any ideas, but I want you all, anyone, dear listeners, I know I'm getting really passionate right now. and I'm trying to calm myself back down. Mm -hmm. But if you are in the broom closet, do not let anyone try to push you out of it or say that you have to do anything because you don't have to do anything. You do not. It's most important that you find your sovereignty, whether that's in your magical practice, in your body, in the things that you do or say. It's always up to you how much you share and you don't have to share everything. If you want to do your magic in the bathroom, that's fine. So. Let me just go to a second, another topic, another topic, another subtopic in that, because, you know, I'm getting like, <laughs> whew, whew, it's getting hot in here. So one of my students, I remember we were teaching one, one of the master classes we we're teaching last year, year before yeah. that. There was a woman who was saying, you know, I used to ha I had an altar. I was living in my house. I was living with my mom and I had this beautiful altar. Yeah, my mom saw my altar and she destroyed it. And. And she's like mad and, and I understand she's mad, but she's living in her mother's house. What are you going to do about that? If this is not your house, if you're not the one paying the mortgage or you're living under the roof of someone, it's their home. And if they are not comfortable with the things that you're doing, you have to, you, you know, you're going to have to do something else or find another way to practice or you have nosy roommates. Or maybe yeah. you have kids that will tell all your business. <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds of reasons to have to to be to be secretive. And I just, you know, I just want to say there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so you don't have to come out. No. There's no rule that says you have to come out of the, of the broom closet. And if you want to, I think we mentioned this before, if you, you don't have to have an altar. You don't have to have that. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's lovely to have, of mm -hmm. course. Um, I have one, I take it up and I put it down all the time and I live alone. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, sometimes I want it, sometimes I don't. But as I believe Aunt Carly said, you were the tool. Yes, yes, you are the spell, you are the tool, you are the right. biggest ingredient in any spell that you make. So think of your body as, as the altar. Absolutely. And you can dress it up. You can wear jewelry. You can do like glamour magic. You can put herbs on yourself, put crystals on yourself, like do meditation and put those things on, on you and, and just say, this is just my meditation practice. And no one has to know right. um, at that time. Um, so I just, yeah, I don't want people to feel that they have to come out, that they have to do something that they have to, if, like if you don't claim it, that you're not witchy enough if or if you don't want to label yourself as a witch that bothers you you don't have to do that either you right. know someone in the group I haven't seen in a long time um who says uh i perform divine acts and i always love that yeah yeah i always love that and i also feel it's important to note that you don't have to do something every single day every minute of your life in order right. to be um 
to consider yourself a witch, to consider yourself a someone who performs divine acts. Like if you skip a day or a week, it doesn't mean that you lost your magic. It's still there. You, you know, you can restart it at any time. And I feel that when we come into, when new people come into this practice, I know I did. If I wasn't practicing every day or pulling a card every day or, or lighting my incense or a candle or doing something, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not witchy enough. I'm not good enough. But that doesn't, that that's not what, that's not what counts. It what do you think, Arcola? Well, well, I think magic isn't something you do. It's who you are. Mm, okay, yeah. You know, and, and like when, when we're making magic or creating magic, we always want to or we often will bring the the natural elements, you know, air, fire, water, earth. We will bring that into a representation like on an altar. And it's the idea that everything in this universe is created out of those um, those elements. But the thing is, all of those elements are also within you. So you were saying, you know, you're, we are walking spells, you know, so there's air in your breath. There's, you know, fire in the heat of your blood. Um, blood's also water, <laughs> liquid. Um, let's see, air, fire, earth, water, and all these elements. Plus, we are we are living beings so we also have spirit so if you never ever made an altar you could totally uh your breath like your spoken word that is also like that power of command that is also very powerful so you could do something like you know you could choose colors wear colors that are in alignment with your intention and really it's about it your intention like what do you want to bring into the world and if you don't have the space the time or the privacy to do an actual a, you know, a full-blown ritual, there's still so much more that you can do in order to bring your intention out. You can wear charmed jewelry. Think about that, charms. You wear charms, yeah. charms, jewelries. And um, you can, you know, you can bless your jewelry and you can wear them for certain purposes. Um, you know, do like birthday candles. And I also, you can do all those things, but I also, as we're talking about, um, if you're still in the broom closet, don't try to convince people mm. are just set in their ways. Yes. Because I feel a lot of uh, people that I've spoken to um, who are coming into this, they are upset because the, either their partner or their family mm -hmm. member or friends, they're not of the same mind, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And they're not open to it. And then the person who is coming into the craft and, and learning and they just want to like, no, this is safe. It's not the demon, da, da, da. But then the other person, they're like, no, you're going to hell. And this is the Bible says, or the you know, whatever says. Yes. Mm -hmm. And wasting time trying to convince someone who is, it's just not their path. It's just not for them. Exactly. So don't sit and try and wait for to, till someone else is convinced or before you, you know, before you come out the closet, if that's what you want to do, if you want to come out, then just come out. But if you're not comfortable because the person that you're with or yes. family or whatever is not, is not comfortable with it and you sure. don't have that conversation, then don't have that conversation. Just don't, don't try to convince other people because you wouldn't want someone trying to convince you now that you're on this path and yes. you're going here someone's trying to convince you to come off it, you're not going to respond to that well. So think about that before you're trying to make other people believe what you be, believe. And I think that goes for like any type of spiritual belief. When someone gets in there, mm -hmm. they, they want to share everything and, and um, uh, give sermons and, and things <laughs> about it because they have this new faith, this new belief, and everyone should believe just the way that you believe now that you yes. come into this. That is yes. not going to happen. 
It's like that, like the born again, like certain, you know, certain people when they are born again in a particular uh, belief system, they want everybody to join them. I'm yeah. Like, no, you're not going to change my mind, but thanks. But, you know, we can also say this about politics, you know, when it's election season and people are like, this is my rah, 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 rah. And then, and then you have people like arguing and stuff. You're never going to change their minds. And when someone has a decision about a particular, they have a particular belief about something and they are set in it. You, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Shoshana, that to try to to try to change their mind is kind of a waste. It's, it's a waste of your energy. You might as well just keep doing what you're doing. You do not. Everyone does not have to be right. in the same club as you. And it's OK. You have other people. You have like, you know, the Red Soul Flower Magic family. You can have other people. You might as well, you know, join a group of people that, you know, feel the way you do and will be supportive and you can have a safe space as opposed to being uh, with people who um, who might feel a certain kind of way. Right. And being yeah. combative. So, yeah. So seek out other people who are, as I say, like minded, um, yeah. who you can um, express yourself because in the in the red soul flower magic family Facebook group there are different beliefs in there. Some people believe in fairies. Some people may believe in aliens. Some people are with Ushun. Some people are with Appalachian granny magic. Some people are like eclectics. There's so many different paths that are in there, but no one is saying like, my path is the right path. Exactly. All just in there trading stories, highs, lows, inspiration, all those things. And that's what you want to be around as when you are even just like even peeking out the closet. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I love that you said that because I do I am I'm very I am a live and let live kind of person. So when like I had never heard about um people like worshiping like galactic beings, um, aka aliens, um before be before the group, you know, and I was like, wow, okay. All right. Because I'm like uh, what the heck do I know? You know, I, I feel like that's great. You know, or fairies, like that's not my particular path, but I know people who, you know, who will set out uh, treats and things for, for, for the Fae. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love learning about these different, these different paths and none of them affect me personally. You know, I'm just like, wow, this is really fascinating. And then they might send me somewhere to read or send me a link. And I'm like, wow, that's really, really cool. And I don't have to jump on that bandwagon in order to appreciate or at least respect what they're doing. Right. So I love that, you know, our group has so many different types of practitioners that are doing their thing. And I learned, I learned so much. Absolutely. And you know what, you guys, if you guys want to join the Facebook group, there's always a link in the show notes and you can come. It's free to join. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And every Wednesday, uh, either Aunt Carla or myself are doing readings in the group for anyone who shows up on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Yes. Put it out there. There you go. <laughs> so listen, let's talk about some other like um, broom closet techniques. Now we have we do have another broom closet podcast that we did a while back so you can like look in the archives and check yeah. that out and we definitely have more stuff but i think i mean we'll definitely we'll talk about some more methods in a, in a minute but i think for me at least this episode is more kind of like it's okay to be in the broom closet it's okay yeah. and this is why so uh but like one of my favorite methods is um 
birthday candles birthday candles and 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 you know it's you know it's funny because i think when a lot of new witches come through and they hear about um uh birthday candles then they turn to their friends and like see you've been doing magic all this time like oh my gosh don't do, that. Like, like, don't do that don't do that don't do that let it be your secret <laughs> <laughs> but but it is a magic like this is you're making a wish on a candle and you know you have it with the birthday cake and everyone is like happy birthday to you you know and you're gonna blow out the candle and make that wish or make the make the wish and then blow out the candle and my thought is always when i'm in a when i'm in a birthday party situation and i'm surrounded by people waiting they're waiting for me to blow out the candle because they want the cake. And I feel like there's so much pressure on me to try to get my, even though I know I might, I, I know, I often know what I want to wish for, but in that, in that pressure situation, I'm like, wait, wait, let, let me, let me get my head right. I'm trying to, uh, but they want me to blow out this candle. Wait, <laughs> where's my wish? You know? So, uh, I love that you can do that at home. So you can take a cup or a shot glass, just like a small thing. Um, you could fill it with, uncooked rice or sand or salt because none of those things burn you can put that candle in in that little cup with with any of those materials light your candle and you know say your wish your intention and then you have like a whole four minutes to yourself without people you know rushing you and i tell you when you do a birthday candle by yourself that's like the longest time like you never knew a birthday candle could take that long but like when you're surrounded by people it's like oh my god oh my god but yeah. four minutes is a wonderful time to really get your mind right to get grounded to set your intention to visualize it say it out loud whatever and then you know blow it out so it's so simple but so effective man okay i'm about to go out and get a pack of candles <laughs> I, have a, I have a few <laughs> and you know and if you want different colors um if you want different colors you can find them on amazon you know you can mm -hmm. get all kind of different colors um one of my 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 love can't my love what do you call my this is an example well yeah i did this in my room by myself i had a roommate but um i would just do like a my my love wish my love my attraction spell whatever okay. um i had written down like all the different qualities i wanted and i had a pink candle what i did was like i had a, i bought a whole bunch of pink candles okay. so i played vision of love so you've heard the story in different versions already but like i played vision of love video i would burn the pink candle and i would like read out loud my uh requirements or my, my intention and i did that every day for like two months wow until i got bored and when you get bored that's when you know like okay i can let it go so and that was just, and that was just a birthday candle that wasn't like a major mm -hmm. wasn't like a major spell or anything so if someone were to come in all they do they just see me grooving to mariah carey <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, my other tip, um, and I'm sure I've mentioned this one before, but it's a good one. Um, if you have to do it in the bathroom, do it in the bathroom right. and tell people you have to poop. People will get that. People, you know, if you're burning incense or burning a candle, if you have to poop, people get that and they don't really want to talk about it. So that's you're good. You're like, oh, so poop more often. Like, no, I got to go to the bathroom. Which you could also do besides pooping in the bathroom. Um, right. You could take a bath. Oh, yes. Yes. Talk about it. So so I do this like 
I'm not gonna say all the time. That's a lie. Um, I need. I do it when I need it. Um, I'll do like a, a releasing bath. I have um, lavender, and I have um, and I have bath salts that are designed for that, uh, for mm-hmm. like releasing and and such. And so then for me, I have a healing candle. It's a purple candle. I have one right here, so Carla can see. Oh, nice. Uh, a purple candle. Um, so because to me that's like the crown chakra and it's, it could be the crown or the third eye depending on who you follow mm-hmm. and it's about like easing the mind and releasing and letting go so then i sit in there and i just let it sit with the intention of i'm releasing all that's not serving me mm-hmm. and people understand taking a bath and like wanting to relax and take care of yourself so you can do that and do your do your magic in there you can look up herbs and and, yes. and oils and mix it all in there in the water and then sit. And if you don't have a um, bathtub, you can just do it, put it on the shower floor when you're taking a shower. There you go. There you go. Thank you for suggesting that, Shoshana, because, you know, you're right. People understand taking a bath, you know, and you're like, I'm just having my self-care right now. Yep. Do you mind? You know, so yeah, you can have a candle, you can have incense, all of the different kinds of, you know, they have bath salts, bath bombs. They all have these different yep. fragrances. So do your research and associate, you know, figure out what the associations are. Rose is for, rose, for example, is for love and it's also for healing. You can use eucalyptus for healing, lemon for cleansing. Um, Orange for happiness. Orange for happiness, exactly. Basil for money. So, like, if you have, um, if you have, you you can like get some of the, what do you call those things? Uh, The herbs, whether it's fresh or dried, put them in like a small cotton muslin bag, and then uh, put that in your bathtub so it doesn't mess up the whole bathtub. You know, so um, let's see what else. Like, so different herbs. Or you can make up something on your own and you just be intentional. You know, you can pray over your herbs and before you take your bath and then while you're in the bath, you can also say your intentions or say a kind of prayer and, and all of that. To play music. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Make sure it's in alignment with your intention. It's just really easy ways that you can incorporate magic into your mundane life. Yeah. Um, also, we've mentioned this before, but, you know, hey, who knows when you came through the journey with us, but it bears repeating. You can also do it with your beverages. Yes. Any time of the day you can do water. For me, um, I do moon water. And when I remember and I put the whole quart or whatever of the Poland Springs thing and I just place it right by where the, I know the moon's going to shine later on in the night. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be like, so uh, I guess the order, I say, want to say ornamental. Like it doesn't have to be fancy and everything. It can be, think of your ancestors. Mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if they had time to buy gold goblets and and to like get the perfect candle. No, they got, no, they needed to do something. They worked with what they had yep. and that works. So you don't have to be fancy about it. I love when you say that because it's so true. It's like, you know, sometimes people think, oh, but, you know, I have to save up and get this really special goblet. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't at all because your ancestor didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't have any of all that stuff and they still got the job done. Exactly. You're here because they got the job done. There you go. (laughs) And I know there are are people who say that it's... um, I was reading recently, we can talk about this in another episode on Carla, where people say intention isn't enough. So we, so this is, okay. 
wow okay uh, no 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 because i'm just like okay don't get don't get me started if you had seen her face <laughs> I have, like she's about to go off <laughs> I, I have seen that i have seen that I've and seen it's a lot lately what's that I haven't seen that a lot recently. Oh, about intention isn't enough? Uh, yes. Well, but the thing is, I mean, well, intention is enough, but you have to be mindful of different things. It's not just, okay, I'm going to wish for good things. I'm going to wish for love. And it's, I mean, you still want to have some kind of ritual, some kind of mindfulness. Uh, you might have... You bring colors in it and herbs. It's, but intention is the most important. That's that's the thing. If your intention isn't there and it's not in alignment with the other things that you're doing, then it's it's not going to happen. But I would say intention is the most important. Maybe it's not enough, but it's definitely the most important. Okay, we're gonna leave it there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe that should be another um another. Uh, an, another podcast uh, one day. <clears throat> I mean, I get all start all over again. I've just been calming myself down over okay. here. Okay. Right. Oh, um, <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my goodness! But the bottom line is that um, if you are in the closet, we are not trying to get you out of it. That's right. This episode and is really just to help you be okay with staying in the closet. But mm-hmm. we don't want you to also try and convince other people um, before you come out of the closet or letting your magic, your spirituality, however you want to call it, be dependent on whether people accept it or not. Because if that were the case, then you'll never get what you want like in any way in life because you're just waiting for other people to validate and say it's okay for you to believe what you want to believe but if you're looking for it this is empress shoshana dear dear listener and it's okay for you to believe whatever you want to believe yes yes and my thing is live and let live like live do your thing and let other people do their thing and that's fine all right so I think we are done with our soapbox for the moment. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Please, dear listener, go out there and make something magical happen. Because you are magic. Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.